Lebanon, a once war-torn country, now home to Syrians fleeing the conflict next door. With no way to pay for food and shelter, some resort to extremes. Organ trafficking is booming. But trading in what some people call red gold is a criminal game. I know the police wouldn't be able to save me from getting killed. We managed to track down one trafficker and some of the desperate Syrians who sold a part of their bodies to survive. They risked their lives by agreeing to speak to us. This is their story. ما في إمكانية إني أنا أعمل لهم غرفة أو حتى يجيب له تخت سكر له حط ربطة الخبز بتلاقي جردون ما كلك نصها يعني بدك تشتري ربطة الخبز إلك ولا الجردون أبو أحمد never thought his life could get any worse after he and his family managed to escape the war in Syria but when he reached Beirut it did في أكثر من جوع أكثر من جوع مش الجوع جوع واحد وما بيكفي with no way of feeding his family, he became easy prey for criminals taking advantage of refugees. There are more than one million Syrian refugees registered in Lebanon. Another half a million are unregistered. That is more than one quarter of the country's population. Lebanon tightened its residency policy two years ago and the lack of legal status contributes to the widespread poverty and fear. Muhammad is another Syrian living in a state of limbo. Like Abu Ahmed, he fled the city of Homs. Muhammad 
حياه سيئه يعني يعني كانك عم يعني عم تحضر افلام رعب He's been living under this bridge for the past four months, and he has no idea where he'll get his next meal from. Abdullah is in pain and can barely walk. A few days ago, he had surgery to remove one of his kidneys. كان عندي شاب صاحبي كمان نفس الشيء وجرهم بيع كل وطوه ليسافروا وأهله وأنا نفس الشيء عملت بس جيت على لبنان نمت أنا وأختي وأمي بالشارع وصار العالم يتضحك علينا قررت إنه أعمل هيك إنه بيع كل That humiliation and desperation led Abdullah to cross the line. And so did the hope for a better future. For now, Abdullah is recovering in a secret location in southern Beirut. His family and the broker, known as Abbas, are the only ones who know where he is. In this illegal business, silence is the rule. It took us weeks to secure a meeting with Abbas. He finally agreed to meet us after dark in one of his hideouts. The police don't come to this neighborhood where poverty and crime prevail. Abbas says he's organized dozens of kidney surgeries, including Abdullah's, and he doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. Abbas spent many years in prison for various crimes, ranging from terrorism to arms trafficking. He says he doesn't know what happens to the organs. He's part of a bigger network. Abdel Ghalib works as a surgical assistant in a medical center. One night, he saw something he wasn't supposed to. This surgery was done after the, after the shift. The patient wasn't on schedule and I was supposed to leave as soon as they came in and I saw the patient uh, 
he he was sad and it was like he was forced to do this and I saw him the day after going out from the clinic which is something abnormal because usually the patients have to stay for four days at least up to a week in case of internal bleeding or in case of uh, infections or whatever and uh, and I managed to know what what happened and it was like kidney trading one of the team while they were while they were leaving how how did the surgery go they were like it went well it was a kidney surgery i have never seen this team before they don't even work in the medical center abdel ghalib never spoke up before because he was too scared they told me like if you tell anyone about about what happened you're gonna be done Abdullah can't wait to heal so he can get the reward of his sacrifice. So his fate is in the hands of Abbas, who has promised to smuggle him to Greece. But for now, Abbas's only concern is Abdullah's medical condition. Abbas shows no remorse for what he's doing. But it's a business full of lies. Off camera, Abbas told us he will not get Abdullah to Europe. Abu Ahmed was also duped. When he asked for the rest of his money, he realized he wasn't going to get any more. He thought selling his organ would save his family, but he ended up with even less than before.
Since the Syrian war began, the Middle East has become a hub for the illegal organ trade. It's estimated that every year more than 10,000 organs are sold illegally worldwide, a business that generates between $840 million and $1.7 billion of profit a year. The price of an illegal kidney can be as high as $100,000, but donors usually get less than 5%, about $5,000. A very small amount for a dangerous surgery, one that affects the donor's health for years. The main reason why Abdel Ghalib agreed to speak to us is to send this message to the Syrian community. I want to create awareness for poor, poor Syrian people who are selling their organs or kidneys for uh, unethical people. So I hope they don't sell their organs for the money. But for Abu Ahmed, the surgical assistance message comes too late. <laughs> Two years after his surgery, Abu Ahmed thinks people who sell their organs are cannibalizing themselves. Abu Ahmed just had his second child two weeks ago and he's not sure he'll see him grow up. Yeah. 